0: Welcome to the Floodcast and I am your host, Anna-Michelle Igomo, and this is my safe space where I talk about God, my experiences of walking with Him, and also use His words to encourage and heal others. We are currently on a Bible in the Year challenge where we read through the entire Bible in 365 days, and I don't think you press play by chance, so I do hope that you stay tuned because God wants to talk to you. And this might be just what you need to hear today. Hey guys, you're welcome back to another episode of the podcast. Today is day 72 of a Bible in a Year challenge and I'm super excited to have you guys on here today. We would be continuing on our journey, taking readings from the books of Numbers, Deuteronomy and also praying with Psalms. So let's dive right in. So onto our story with the two confusing names, Balam and Balak. Just a side note that Balak is the king who hires, in quote, Balaam, this diviner, to curse the Israelites. And then there's a turn of events, you know, because then Balaam, who agrees to that because of what he can gain initially, kind of um, has that U-turn event when he has that encounter with God and so he is now um, determined to only say what God wants him to say. And then yesterday, um, yesterday readings was focused on the first two prophecies and then today we see the last two prophecies and how that situation turns out. So um, yesterday the first prophecy which it was taken from um, chapter twenty three. we see that that prophecy um, was about multiplication, you know, um, how numerous and how populous the Israelites were. We see that in like verse 10. We see the second prophecy and which um, was kind of emphasizing about how God um, was with the Israelites, his presence with them. And we can see that in chapter 23 as well, like verse 21. And then today, on the continuation of that, we see the third prophecy um, speaking about the prosperity of the Israelites in chapter 24, um, verses 7. And then we also have the final prophecy, chapter 24, verses 17. And it says, I look into the future and I see the nation of Israel. A king like a bright star will arise in that nation like a comet. He will come from Israel. He will strike the leaders of Moab And beat down all the people of Seth so I don't know but in my opinion that kind of sounds like a prophecy of Jesus I just think it's amazing how Balaam this diviner who was not necessarily a prophet of God and who wanted to curse the Israelites for money and for what he could gain turns around to prophesy blessings on the Israelites and actually gives a prophecy about the coming of Jesus And I think it just speaks volumes about the transformative power of God and how he can turn a bad situation into a good one. How he can turn a curse to a blessing. And this is not the only time in the Bible that we see this. Um, Actually, one major event that is also um, striking to me is from the Gospel of Matthew. And where, where he talks about how Jesus was falsely accused and so you have Pontius Pilate being certain that Jesus had not committed any crime worthy of death and he tells the Jews this but out of fear he hands him over to the Jews and tell him okay you can do whatever you want but I'm not going to take a part in this and so he says he's not going to be he's not going to have any hand in this and then he washes his hand in front of everyone and then the Jews cry out and they say may his blood be upon us and on our children at that time that would be a curse because they were falsely accusing a man not just any man we're talking about jesus god himself they were falsely accusing him and wanting him to be killed for something that he had not done so that would be a curse because that was false accusation that was against one of the ten commandments but it's funny because that same blood that was shed on the cross is the blood of salvation is the blood of purification is the blood that makes us whole is the blood that cleanses us and so now when you say may god's blood be upon me and on my family it's no longer a curse it's more of a blessing it's more of a prayer because you want that blood to cover you to shield you to protect you to defend you to make you whole and so we just see that amazing transformation or transformative rather power of god once again from turning A curse to a blessing and this can directly apply to us if there's anything that has made you feel less worthy there's anything that had that has taken away your joy taken away your confidence if there's anything that has been nagging at you for so long that you just feel like it's better that that thing is kept away kept in the past or kept locked up in a box take that and hand it over to god because he can transform that he is a master at transforming bad situations to good another thing that actually is very funny is that while all this drama was going on with balaam and balak on the hill and god um in the background protecting the Israelites from a curse, the Israelites on the other hand in chapter 25 are doing something entirely opposite. And so we see where the people of the of Israel um, start sleeping with the women of Moab. I don't know, probably they married them or they're just fornicating. I, I have no idea. But it's not just sleeping with these women. It's also going as far as to worship their gods. And God was extremely angry because they had broken the covenant and the promise that they had made and then we also see Phinehas actions so there's this man this audacious man I call him very audacious because it has to take a lot of guts to go into the tent of meeting that is like the holiest of places in the entire encampment to go there with a foreign woman and sleep with her and then Phinehas out of anger takes a spear and strikes the two of them at once according to God's word god's own words he says phinehas was jealous with my jealousy so phinehas kind of took it personal he didn't just take it that oh someone was sinning against god he took it that someone was sinning against my god and so it's not just between you and god it's between you and me and then he took that as backup and that was what led to him killing the man and the woman and i think this is also a call for us christians to be what's the word should i say clear and concise about our faith and i know we we live in a world that is very sensitive you know any little thing you do or say people take it as you're being judgmental or you are um you're trying to be holier than thou you're trying to play assistant god and sometimes it's very confusing what the line is between um correcting someone and judging someone but i feel like as important as it is for us to um be inclusive for us to be accepting it's also important that we do not stand on the sidelines or we do not stand on the fence of issues that has to do with our faith we have to know and we have to have the confidence to call what is good good and to call what is bad bad and not just knowing this in our heart but also being able to tell Others, this being able to project that onto our lives. I'm not saying that you should carry a spear and kill anybody, no, hold your horses. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is that we should make God's fight our fight. We should be jealous with God's jealousy. We shouldn't take things lightly, especially when people mock God or especially when people profane God's name, because that is our fight and we see how God rewarded Phinehas with that and making a covenant with him and uh in as much as it is a very sensitive thing but it is also important it's not something that you can do by your power because there are just so many persecutions that comes with that there are so many insults that will come with that and so I think we should ask the Holy Spirit for help for courage and for boldness to be able to speak for him because we are God's voice in this broken world. And then we move on to Deuteronomy, um, talking about tithe offerings. And one thing that strikes to me is actually two things that stuck out to me. Firstly, is the fact that when the Israelites were told to present their first fruits, just side note again, that Deuteronomy is Moses's. Moses' keep giving his Deuteronomy is Moses giving his last speech to the Israelites just as about their um, entry into the promised land. And so he tells them, while you're entering the promised land, right, you're supposed to give your first offerings as a tithe. And while you're doing this, you're supposed to be saying these things. And what what are these things you're supposed to be saying? They're supposed to be recounting their salvation story from the time God took them out of Egypt to um protecting them and providing for them through the desert to bringing them safely to the promised land. And why why is this really important? It's important because thanking God is good. But the reason behind thanking God is more important because that is what gives the significance. That is what gives the meaning behind what we do. And so by doing this, the Israelites would never be able to forget why they were offering these things I mean it's easy to forget because they were they were going to be living in the promised land pretty much all their lives so they're going to have like grandchildren great-grandchildren you know future generations that would probably be asking questions as why are we even doing this why do I have to give my first fruits to this God and so this was to remind them why and I think this is also important for us because as Christians we need to have a why the why is what gives the meaning why do you thank God when you wake up each day why do you pray to him why do you study his word why do you believe in a God that you cannot see and that you cannot hear and that is where what we're doing comes in um, diving into God's word every day gives us that why we have our own salvation story we have our testimony and this is what we use to bring other people as well into God's family this is what gives the reason behind what we do and another thing that's stuck out to me from this is that the tight offerings were used to help the levites the widows the orphans people that couldn't fend for themselves and this is also another sensitive um topic as to how tight offerings are um employed the church i've heard numerous uncountable people say that one of the reasons why they broke off from the church is they just stopped coming to church service or they just stopped um identifying as a Christian or as a church was the fact that they felt that their offerings were not put to good use you know their offerings their hard work their labor when they offered them to the church wasn't used to provide for people in need it was more it was used to enrich another person's pocket I don't know if you understand what I'm saying but yeah that is as clear as I can put it I don't want to say things that might be insulting to another person but I think that that is also one of one of the major temptations that the church is falling into or is sliding, inclining to, and I just think that is that is terrible because the here we see the heart of tithe offerings, which is to fend for people that can't fend for themselves, as much as also um, contributing to the service of the Lord. And whoever is listening, if you're in a position where you have to um disburse the funds given by others disburse the tight offerings i hope i pray for you that you do not use that money to enrich yourselves or for selfish reasons because there there are just consequences that will come with that very terrible consequences that will come with that and i feel like rather than as we as Christians rather than tear yourself entirely from the church because of some people's mistakes we can choose to use our tithe offerings to help others just imagine a world where every Christian I'm not even talking of everybody right now I'm talking of just Christians every Christian gives 10% of their monthly income to help people that can't help themselves just imagine the amount of change we would be able to make now not looking at other people to do the changing but looking at ourselves to effect their change and i i feel like that is the heart of what we've been called to um by wednesday it will be ash wednesday we'll be moving into lent which would be highlighting one of the major pillars of lent which is alms given and this is because it's highly important we've been given something that we do not deserve something that we cannot repay back And so it is important for us to also be able to give to people who cannot repay back. You cannot call yourself a Christian if you do not give. You cannot say you have a relationship with Jesus if you cannot give. And if you're finding it hard to give, trust me, I've been there. (laughs) I found it very, very hard to give because i mean i'm just a young adult there are so many pressing issues there are so many things that require money i will always find a 101 reasons why i need that money to do something or to fund a project but from the little you have you can always give you know and there is this quote that just um helps me out when i'm struggling with giving and it's nobody has so little that they cannot give out to anyone and nobody has so much that they can give everything to someone and i feel that is that is really important for us to hold on to and then lastly psalms um psalm 107 verses 1 it says oh give thanks to the lord for he is good his mercies endures forever here we see a why why are you giving thanks to god because his mercies endures forever some versions say his love is eternal And I need you to take courage in that word. Whatever it is you're going through, I cannot imagine. Every day it's one bad news or the other. Everyone is just carrying their cross and just trying to pull through. But if there is one thing that can help you today, if there is one thing that can strengthen and encourage you today is the fact that God's mercy endures forever and his love is eternal. And that brings us to the end of this episode thank you so much for listening this far i hope you subscribe and leave a review i have started seeing an increase in reviews thank you so much and also i hope you share this to someone who is in need of it and i will see you guys tomorrow same time same place have an amazing day